DennisKirk.com. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Hasn't the University of Maryland, Baltimore County been a lot of fun? <laughs> well, they were, but there's still a lot of fun out there with Loyola. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yes, that was, although that basketball game was unwatchable. They went 10 minutes without scoring and were still in the game. Right, right. It was brutal. In fact, from the basketball I watched, and I watched quite a bit Sunday, It the quality of play in the tournament has been horrendous. Hmm. There have been some close games, but God almighty, that Michigan State performance against Syracuse was enough to make you puke. Yeah. I think they... Uh, is Reavers there? What they miss? Their last 13, 14 shots. Right? I remember. I, I remember looking. They were up. 0 for thirteen at one point. There was just over eleven minutes to go in the first half, and Michigan State had nine points. Yes, and they might have been ahead. <laughs> yeah, but oh, Syracuse yeah, but, got into the Sweet Sixteen, and they shouldn't even have been in the tournament to no, begin with. And down the stretch, I mean, Michigan. They Michigan State did exactly what they wanted them to do. They jacked up threes. They took more threes. I think I heard they took more threes than an Izzo team has ever taken. Wow. And they just and then as the game progressed and they got behind, they could make a one of them. It was brutal. I spent but, most of my TV watching on the golf tournament. I did, too. I was clicking back and forth, uh, very fanatic. The thing about golf, though, is, Joe, there's enough ads that you can watch an entire basketball game and still stay tuned to the golf. They yeah, if, the, if, you can, if they are coordinated, a lot of times you'll switch back and forth and you're catching <laughs> yeah. their commercials. Yeah, well, but... Uh, Harry's they, they looked pretty good, they didn't must, he? They must do 20 minutes out of 60 on golf that's ads. Yeah. Who did? Uh, what did I say, Harrington? I meant McElroy. Oh, man. Yeah. Did he get it rolling? That's his trouble. He's not a great putter. But uh, if he takes those putts to Augusta, he'll finally win his first one. Man, alive was he rolling. He's up. mad at the drunks, though. Isn't he mad about the drunk people on the course now? I thought I read over the weekend. Boy, that's terrible. If you're drunk enough to offend an Irishman, you really yeah. got problems. Especially on St. Patrick's Day weekend. <laughs> yeah, St. Patrick's Day. You could hear him, though. You could hear him out there uh, roaring. I was but, watching with a, a neutral observer, my wife, who had never really watched, doesn't watch a lot of golf. She mm-hmm. said, this would drive me away. Who are those idiots on the course <laughs> that every single time yell, get in the hole when mm-hmm. it's a par five and it's the tee shot? Yeah. <laughs> she said, that drives me crazy. Yeah, she knows enough golf that uh, to know that. But uh, golf has gone the way of every other sport. It attracts people who just come to the event, who have... They don't play it. They don't really have any interest. They they want Tiger to win because they've heard of him, but they don't they don't play the game. They don't really care. They're just there to have a good time, party. Well, it's, it's the worst sporting event in the world to attend in person. You can't yes. see anything anyway. Yeah, I mean the Ryder Cup. We we look back at this as one of the most glorious sporting events in Minnesota history, but uh, you can't see anything. Well, plus on Friday and Saturday. They had 50,000 people, 40,000 of them couldn't see any any golf at all, so they just got drunk and 
made asses out of themselves. No, like it's a, the guy it's a that, scene. It's just a party I'll scene. I'll never forget the photo of the guy lying down next to the oak tree right outside of the merchandise <laughs> tent. That guy's a hero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Screw it. No, I'm going had, to bed. Yeah. He had no idea why he was there. Yeah. Well, Sunday, I was walking back to oh. the clubhouse when it became obvious that Europe was going to win. I'd been out there. And there were 10,000 people. There was a scoreboard nearby, but they had they had no interest in what was going on. They were just there to drink twelve dollar beers, which is uh, kind of an odd uh, odd thing. But uh, yeah, it's the same way now at the at the weekly events. And of course, you get Tiger to show up at Bay Hill, and that's that's going to be pretty good. But uh, that fella's dangerous when he gets a, the driver in his hand, though. Uh, Such he's playing great, but he you know he hits a, he hits that driving iron every moment he can. He gets a driver in his hand, he might hit it anywhere. Yeah, but don't you think he's playing well enough to that you can't possibly be surprised if he'd pull off another Masters win? Oh no, I would not be shocked at I all. I wouldn't be but, shocked anymore. But uh, well, he well he wouldn't have won yesterday because Rory went crazy. But yeah. uh, but if he hadn't hit that one OB, he was a stroke off the lead. Right, and and was playing better than anybody. Stenson wasn't playing that well. The guy with the goofy hat, the Frenchman, he was uh, playing pretty good. But he's uh, an American. He's just got the yeah, back, I know, got but the he's French got the French name. Got the French name. He right? thinks he's, he's a scientist. A, <laughs> oh yeah, he's every club's the same length. Yeah. There is some weird, weird. He is a very weird guy, but he can hit the ball fourteen miles. Well, uh, he hits it like Mo uh, Mo Norman. If you ever see the old videos, oh, of yeah, Mo Norman. sure. Yeah, he's got that swing, and he's every club is uh, the same size. And yeah, he's a uh, he's a daffy fellow. But uh, you know, they can't uh, Bay Hill can't complain. How he ended up what eight strokes off the lead though, <laughs> something like that. He was one stroke behind on the sixteenth tee, and I think he got beat by eight. Right, Ooh. Tiger. I can didn't, tell you right didn't now. Didn't Rory end up seventeen, and Tiger ended up nine? I think. Uh. I think he got beat by about eight. That'd be eight, I guess. That, that's Rory Joe, was two seventy. Mm-hmm. Woods was two seventy eight. Two seventy. Yeah, beat him by eight strokes, yeah. and he was one stroke off the lead on the sixteenth. Yep. Then he, he hit, hit it into the uh, hot dog stand. <laughs> he hit it as far uh, as far OB as you could. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, how are the Twins doing, Patrick? They're seven to seven up in Bradenton, and uh, of course the big story today was uh, we got we talked briefly with Jorge Polanco and he of course apologized to everyone he was not willing to share any details about how he went about flunking a steroid test but uh, uh big big shocker down here because uh he's uh, uh really kind of a bright kid speaks the good English you know spent spent a couple of years really working on getting his English he's a really low key guy not not a big verbose guy like uh, Sano is. He's, even though they grew up a mile apart, and uh, he wouldn't tell us whether it was a oral uh, pill that he took or an injection, but uh, which indicates to me that he got injected uh, with this. Uh, well, he's blaming steroid. it on a trainer. Who yeah, they're it. saying he got a B twelve shot. Yeah. That's that that's kind of become the story. If you get caught, that you uh, didn't know what you took, and that they told you they were giving you something else. Well, and, does he look like a juicer? No, I mean he's a he's kind of wiry. You yeah. know? No, he's not. I I don't know what. Sometimes it's just for energy conditioning. You know, you get yourself jacked up for conditioning. I have no idea. Patrick, he, what it was? What about his line saying he decided not to fight it? He was gonna. Uh, fight well, it, he, and then he decided to well, just go he, with it. Is that all took, BS? Well, they took sample A, and it 
tested positive, so they and then they test sample B, and it was still positive. So, you know, they they take two samples, and both of them came up positive. There, he wouldn't have won. All he would have done was prolonged. You know, maybe he could have played ten games into the season, and then he'd have to sit out. He. You know, he chose not to fight it because he wasn't. He didn't have a chance to win. He's got a really sharp agent. We talked to his agent today. He needed a he needed a wizenator. I sure the uh, <laughs> yeah yeah he did need a wizenator. And uh, I think and, they just uh, have those in football. I don't think they have them in baseball, right. Joe. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know he's a really good uh, hitter, and uh, they're gonna miss. They're not gonna miss him in the field that much. He's adequate in the field when he's playing well, but uh, he can. I like to have in the hell he hit third down the stretch the last two months. What's his year. average last year? Well, he was terrible in was it July? His his grandpa died and he went home and he was all depressed because the guy he basically grew up with him and he had a horrible month and then uh, and then all of a sudden he they took him out of the lineup for a while and he came back and he was hitting like crazy and he was he hit third in September basically. Is this dash the pennant hopes? Oh no, okay. no, it it doesn't. But it's uh, you know it's it's a bat that you'd like to have. That's for sure. And now you you know there's a probably a sixty percent chance you're not going to have your third baseman when the season starts too. He'll probably get a five game suspension or something, or maybe ten games for the incident with the uh, photographer in 2015. They're expecting. I don't think the Twins know what they're going to get. It could be a fine that he pays to some charity or something too. But uh, they could uh, they could lose him. They might open the season without the left side of their infield. You're only down there for another week. I'm here till Thursday, baby. This coming I'm, Thursday. I'm coming home Thursday. Yeah. yeah, they play Sunday. Sunday's their last game here, and then they leave Monday morning, play Tuesday in Washington, and open in Baltimore next Thursday. So. With the off day on Friday and then play again on Saturday uh, and Sunday. Yes, lots Baltimore. of off days. Yeah. They got off day Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Friday back home. So they well, got as far five out off as, days and twelve days. As far out as the phone will take a weather forecast, I can go to till a week from this Wednesday. Uh, 45 and snowing. There's no warm temperature in the next ten days in this on my cell phone. So you're predicting that when the boys get home on Thursday, April fifth, she could be a little chilly. There's no. Uh, what there's, we're what we're actually saying is you should stay down there another two three weeks. <laughs> there's just no evidence of a warm up coming up. I'm ready to come home. Oh. Why? Yeah. You can only take so much of forty one. There's two feet of snow on the ground. <laughs> I thought it all melted. There's oh. two feet of snow in what the shade. What happened to the 50 degrees? We so had if you're one not in the day of 50. Sun, you're had, not in the direct you know sun. What, if you there. come back up here all tan and golden, you know, you know, that, that, that's not going to fly. Kenny, just, this might be the best tan stay, I ever had. Just stay down there. <laughs> I mean, Seriously, nobody wants to see your Young women tan. are whistling at me no. when I waddle into the ballpark. You were called like honey the other day. Honey, twice. I know I what Pat's going to do, though. I was feeling harassed. This uh, woman at Starbucks called me honey twice. Well, because if you'd keep your shirt on. <laughs> no, I had it on. Because Patrick hasn't been off this year. That was a one-time only. Let's see how the internet reacts. No, then the one with Rook too to agitate Joe. So. But that one didn't look too appealing. We'll take our break and come. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> the wild. 
have been playing well, Patrick. Yeah, they uh, won. They went two and zero on that road trip. That's mm-hmm. uh, that was a nice win in Vegas, and then they finally beat rotten Arizona Coyotes. A Kenny, I remember I guaranteed yeah. they were going to beat Arizona. Yeah, it was just, after what, it was this two is, months. Yeah. It was two months ago. Right. But this is the fourth care. time we've played them this year. <laughs> hey, we finally beat them. We just we decided though, Pat, after watching the Wild game on Friday in Vegas, we all got to go in on season tickets for the football team. We're gonna make we're gonna make so <laughs> well, how much many, money. How many Minnesota? How many Wild fans? Five, six thousand. God, every time they scored, it was sounded like they were oh, playing at the I, X. I, I tell you, these are going to be the for Minnesota teams. These are going to be the greatest. Uh, sports franchises there are. Was it a good game? And, yeah, it was. Yeah, worth uh, watching. I didn't know Vegas. soccer was from Vegas. Yes, yes, yes. Las Vegas didn't. Uh, you know, they they hadn't lost many home games at all. That's why they're leading the league and w- leading the Western West and le- uh, wins for a while. So. Patrick, I ran into somebody that was at the game. Yes. And they said it was like a Minnesota Wild home game. <laughs> they were they were saying, "Let's go Wild," just like they would here at the XL Energy Center. And I bet they all paid about three times face value oh, to get I in, bet. too, don't you? Right? Probably. Yeah. I said this earlier. As much as I don't like sports in Las Vegas, it just offends my aesthetic. Uh, I have to admit that would be the pl- best place for an owner to own a major league franchise in any sport. Oh, and football is going to yeah. be it's be guaranteed sellout. It's genius. Yeah. it's an absolute yeah. genius. Move. What took yeah. them so long? Because they gambling. gambling. They didn't want to affiliate themselves with gambling. <laughs> Speaking of Vegas, gentlemen, mm-hmm. if it was bi- possible to bet on college hockey, mm-hmm. and at five thirty in the afternoon on Saturday. If you had chosen to bet the six-team parley that it would take to prevent the Gophers oh from God. making the NCAA hockey tournament, yep. a six-team parley, when it's a straight bet, yep. pays 40 to 1. Mm-hmm. Wow. So let's say you bet 1,000, but four of the six teams were underdogs. And in a game, in, in bets like that, they would have figured in the percentages. So you would probably would have been... High 40, 50 to 1. It probably would have been 50 to 1. You put a grand on those six teams, you would have made $50,000 betting against the Gophers. One of those percentage things they did that after UMD got beat on Sunday, or was Saturday? Saturday, was it? When was the finals? Yeah, WCHA, Saturday. The Gophers had a 99.3% chance to make the playoffs, to make the tournament. And then the six conference championship games all went the opposite way right. wow. of, of, of the, that they had to for the Gophers to miss the playoffs. When's the last time they didn't make the field? Last year. Well, last year? Well, then you've no. got to be looking at... Uh... Two years in a row. I Coach think has got to be on the hot seat, doesn't he? He's only got one year left on his contract, too, so it's an easy. I think it cost three fifty to fire him, and I think he wants to. I, I think he might have retired anyway. He just doesn't want to get forced out. But uh, you seem the, to be very well informed on the line and uh, all of that. Are you? Are you backsliding, Mister Ricey? No, I just once in a while when I see something like that happen, and I, you say, hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't have that been fun to just yeah. say, okay, you know, I'm probably going to lose this thousand, but what if all six of those teams won? I would have quit my job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 50 right. grand, that's all it takes. That's, I'm retired. Uh, that's you're going to do it for you. Huh? I'm done. See ya. <laughs> that's yeah right you could live a long time up and uh up on the farm for 50 oh, or three months you know yeah. <laughs> worry about that later yeah. Yeah. yeah i got i've got cash now 
<laughs> yeah, I think they're going to run the uh, the Donald's probably going to hang it up. I don't know. A lot of people think the Potolny kid up in northern Michigan will get the job. I, I'm not sure about that. And the that, Gopher so. women uh, are done now. In basketball. In yeah, basketball. They got, ooh, they got clobbered. Mm-hmm. Uh, 101 they gave up. That was kind of like the way they played defense uh, the last couple of years before this one. Wolves so. got beat at home by Houston's. Well, Houston. they were down a hundred to nothing and made a courageous comeback, right? Well, they, they lost uh, what one twenty nine to one twenty. They got within five after being what was it at halftime? Seventy seven fifty one something like that. Fifty three at halftime. They gave up seventy seven points the first half. They're uh, they're on the bubble right now. We'll see what happens. Well, eight teams make it from each conference, right? Yes, yeah. and they're eighth right now. Yeah, and. Uh, they got the L.A. Clippers, who are the ninth-place team, coming to play them here tomorrow night. So they should beat them, and uh, maybe at least. But if they get in the playoffs and they're playing Houston in the first round. Four games. They got no chance to yeah. ever beat Houston because Houston makes 25 threes, and they make six. So that's you got to figure out a way to make up 57 points on two-pointers. That doesn't work, so... Houston, they cannot stop Houston. Houston is uh, just shoots too many threes and shoots them too well. And the Wild have a desperate Kings club in here. they got to win. Are the Kings uh, not going to make the playoffs? Well, they're pursuing a wild card spot, but they're, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're running out of time. Is that tonight? Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. go. Let's, yeah. uh, let's go wild. Let's yeah. go wild. You now, know, do looked... you think Woods will play before the Masters, or is he going to take the next two weeks off? I heard that he was uh, going to take that. He was now, that was his last tune-up for the Masters. Well, he wouldn't Did have you see the... the new girlfriend? I haven't. Yeah, she's... Uh... Plain Jane? No, no, she's attractive, yeah. but uh, she doesn't make you stop in your tracks, you know, and say, wow. Yeah. She's uh she's a downgrade from uh, Lindsey Vaughn and certainly from Ellen. So was she on the premises yesterday? She's on the premises. She was there with the kids, I believe, and they were all dressed in the same uh uh shirts as a team tiger type of shirt. Oh, they had thing, the red so. they were rocking that red shirt on Sunday deal. Mm-hmm. I don't That's know. Right. She was a restaurant manager of his, right? Isn't that what mm-hmm. I read? I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't. She wasn't a Denny's waitress, though, was she? Well, she... Like the one that cost him his marriage? Yeah. It cost him his teeth, too. Uh, (laughs) Well, uh, which makes it so interesting that that people are glued to his every appearance now. It's just amazing. They love the comeback story. We like him more than we liked him when he was the best player that golf has ever had. Sports Talk will return shortly, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now. Well, I can tell you this. He'd better stay in line because I hear his new girlfriend has her own clubs. Really? So, yeah, he needs to watch out. Uh, Stocks were sharply lower at the market close today. We had weakness in the tech sector, and that weighed heavily on the broader market. Big losses across the board. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 335 points and back into the red for the year to date now. The Nasdaq lost 137. The S&P 500 fell 39 points. The Federal Trade Commission has been busy in recent weeks mailing out checks to people who fell victims to scams. 
The latest batch of checks, more than 36,000, are going out to people who've lost money to a tech support scheme. The FTC said inbound call experts doing business as a company called Advanced Tech Support agreed to pay back more than $10 million to settle charges that used high-pressure sales pitches to market tech support products and services by falsely claiming to find viruses and malware on people's computers. The University of Maryland, Baltimore County is looking to cash in on its sudden fame as it became the first ever number 16 seed to knock off a number one in the NCAA men's basketball tournament. School officials quickly filed for some trademarks on Saturday right after the team won Friday night. The school is trying to trademark Retrievers, Retriever Nation, and 16 over one to cash in on merchandise. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, Bruce, thank you very much. We're going to check traffic here. This one's sponsored by Sprint. If you're traveling between the downtowns, both directions of 94 running 10 to 11 minutes. And northbound W a bit janky, 88 up to 694. Watch for a breakdown near E2. Switch, switch to Sprint and get the best prices for unlimited. Sprint works for me. Visit a Sprint store today. Our five eyewitness news forecast, snow by tomorrow morning with an overnight low of 26 and a high tomorrow of 33. It's 41 right now. It's the- Here's John Hyde in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy and 44 degrees. You don't even try to do your job on a Monday, do you? <laughs> yes, I do. Kenny, it's this Monday. Is and highly is researched music, so Kenny. This is highly oh researched. Yeah, I thought he was going to have a heart attack when this song started. That's the disappointment that I get off on. Although uh, we do, Joe, we have discovered one thing, that if uh, the sports talk show creates its own slow-pitch softball team, we already have a mascot nickname, thanks to Patrick. Yes, uh, during we out there. do. Right. Hey, Bleephead. I'm no longer the rook. The Bleepheads. <laughs> the Bleepheads. He barks us into the talkback, and people down the hall and around the corner can hear him. Manny, uh, Manny said something right away, all the way down the hall. Wow. I was just trying to get a response. Right, attention. I need... Uh, that was great. We need to check in. <laughs> Basically, that's what you were saying is, uh, hey, monsieur, we need to check in. <laughs> why, why do you have to be so high maintenance when you're down there, Patrick? Uh, I'm not. Reavers is getting your emails. You don't have to ask him about every single email. All I want to know is if you can hear me or not. That's oh, we I can hear you. Wasn't, well... I had no evidence from your crack producer that he could. But Patrick, you're looking at it the wrong way. If, uh, if they don't respond to you and you're not on the air at three, go home. Just leave. Yeah, leave you can just leave. Who cares? It doesn't work. It's their problem. You see, Patrick buys into the theory that my friend that works at the airport has. Trust, but verify. <laughs> Listen, boys, the most uh, the most nerve-wracking day of my stay in Florida is coming up Wednesday when I, I have to pack this machine back oh, into oh. the box. Oh, boy. Yeah. I got to put 40 pounds of crap in a 30-pound bag. And Can you never Facebook quite Live that? I usually leave something here. <laughs> a microphone. It didn't fit. I don't understand why we can't why we can't say the S word on the air because that phrase doesn't work when you say crap. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but the other one doesn't work when you want to. 80 pounds on of the bleep in a 60-pound bag. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> unpacking really isn't the issue. It's getting her all back together. Oh, I can unpack like a son of a gun. So does this mean the uh, place is going to be shut down? You're turning the water off, the electricity, putting the putting the oh, uh, top up on the car, locking the garage, No, the, uh, the bride's staying for a couple more weeks. So. Oh. Johnny Hyde. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> the sun peeking out now. We're up to 44 degrees here in Minneapolis Whoa. and St. Paul. Wow. Twins Pirates baseball this afternoon. Pirates win 11-8. Miguel Sano was 3-for-3 three three with a home run. Brian Dozier had a home run. Uh, the pitching staff again. Taylor Rogers went one inning, gave up three hits and two runs. Uh, Tyler Duffy, three innings, seven hits, six runs. Huh. Uh, five of those were earned. I don't, I don't think Tyler's going to make her. I think he's going to be starting in uh, AAA. Pat, we have a question. I, I asked this yeah. to Johnny earlier, and neither one of us knew the answer. So today they're playing at the Pirates. Yes. They had a DH in the lineup. Yesterday playing the Phils, we did not have a DH in the lineup. What's 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 the what's the story on that? Uh, the Phillies de- elected not to use a DH. The Twins, maybe the Twins agreed with them. I don't, I don't ah. know to not do it. I don't know. Did I didn't even notice? Did the Twins not have a DH? Well, I, I just noticed in the lineup today that they did, but yesterday yeah. they did not. So I didn't okay. know what the story was there. The Twins are off tomorrow. Wild in action tonight. They're at home. They'll play Los Angeles at the Excel Energy Center. News notes from today in St. Cloud. A 33-year-old man has been arrested after police say he held a 4-year-old relative by the wrists off a third-story balcony before letting the child drop. A release says police were sent to the 1900 block of Quarry Road around 440 Sunday. There they located the 4-year-old who had suffered what are believed to be non-life-threatening injuries as a result of the fall. Please tell me that the building was on fire. Uh, it was not, Joe. Oh. Witness said a male was observed to have been holding the child by the wrist while standing on the balcony before he let go. Child transported by ambulance to St. Cloud Hospital. The male identified as Baraka Mohammed Ahmed of St. Cloud. According to the release, he had left the scene before officers got there. Through interviews, police say it was determined that the uh, male is nonverbal, reportedly has some type of undiagnosed developmental issues. He was located around 9.50 last night at a business in St. Cloud, taken into custody. Whole thing still remains under investigation. What was the relation between the 33-year-old and the 4-year-old, John? Uh, just all they're saying is relative at this point. A hairstylist at a downtown Minneapolis salon has been charged with one count of fifth-degree criminal sexual conduct after a client alleges he cupped and squeezed her breast, calling his actions a nice tip. Vincent Benjamin Secchi, 30 years old, of Bloomington, charged last week in Hennepin County. According to the complaint, the woman reported she had made an appointment for a haircut and Secchi had been assigned to cut her hair. She says he instructed her to change into a robe and after washing her hair, gave her a massage of her head and neck. During the massage, the woman alleges he touched the tops of her breasts under her robe, reportedly telling her that American women would not like that, but since she was French, it was fine. Afterward, according to the complaint, the woman alleged he reached inside the robe while cutting her hair, put his hand inside her bra, and cupped and squeezed her breast, Hmm. and then said it was a nice tip. The complaint alleges... No. Are you sure you said tip? Well, that's why I said that. Enunciated. You said it. You enunciated it very well. Thank you. The complaint alleges Aseki admitted unbuttoning the woman's robe while giving her a massage and placing his fingers inside her bra. He reportedly told police he had, quote, definitely overstepped. Uh, That's not going to work with your female clientele, but uh, Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a barber. All right, Dad. Here, you you all got nervous. Yeah, I, I, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you were kidding or not. Well, 
Damn. Federal and uh, local officials in Austin. Yeah, but you don't like that to talk to anybody. That never happened up at old Gus the Barber's, I'll tell you that. No, no. You go in for your, uh, your quarterly <laughs> no. fade. <Yep>. A quarterly <laughs> fade. Federal and local officials in Austin, Texas today described a change in the methodology of whoever's behind that series of apparently connected blasts in the Texas Capitol, describing a higher level of sophistication in the device that detonated yesterday than in the package bombs used in previous attacks. Austin's mayor says growing anxieties are legitimate and real after the fourth blast in the city this month. Police think that latest explosion, which injured two men last night, is related to the first three. That, according to Austin Police Chief Brian Manley. Manley said investigators have seen similarities between the device that exploded in the latest incident and the three other blasts, although a tripwire was used in this most recent explosion. Manley appealed publicly to whoever's behind the bombings, asking them to get in touch with police. Law enforcement officials say that behavioral uh, analysts came up with the suggestion of reaching out to the suspect in a public way. Officials urged residents to stay away from any package, box, or bag that looks suspicious or any item that looks out of place and to call 911. Did they cancel South by Southwest? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's, it's still over. going on? No, I think, yeah, it's going on. In Are fact, they sh- had a, a, a... I thought it ended on Sunday. They had a... No? Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was through last... Yeah, through yesterday, I think. But they also had a bomb scare there. Hmm. A threat. Uh, somebody called in a threat and they had to cancel one of the concerts, one of the shows, so... A mysterious 19th century photograph bought on eBay for $10 could be worth $2 million after experts identified it as an extremely rare portrait of Jesse James. Justin Whiting, who lives in Spalding, UK, bought the tintype for just 10 bucks in July of 2017. He noticed a marked similarity between the youth in the picture and a photo of Jesse James in a book. Described as a sort of 19th century Polaroid, Tim-type photos were created by applying chemicals to a thin metal sheet. Prompted by friends, he contacted forensic experts in the U.S. who analyzed the picture. The collector, who's been out of work since 2003 as a result of back problems, has been told the picture might be worth two million bucks. Born in 1847, James earned uh, notoriety as a bank and train robber, also a Confederate guerrilla during the Civil War. He was shot dead by Robert Ford, a member of his gang, on April 3rd. So that dirty little coward, Mr. Howard. (laughs) I wonder how long the guy's going to hang out of the uh, print for. Well, uh, funny you should ask that. Uh, Whiting has already been in contact with the auction house Christie's about the Jesse James picture, uh, thinking of selling it. Back in 2015, a rare photo of James and his assassin Ford surfaced. Uh, you probably remember that. We talked about it on the air. Created a lot of buzz. And uh, the fellow who owned that one did not. I think in the hundreds one. of Jesse James movie, nobody played the weasel better than Casey Affleck. Did he? That was pretty good. John, he that was, was pretty uh, good Robert Ford. John, pretty that was Robert a fascinating Ford. story. I'm hoping you're going to have more just like that. <laughs> is, he, is he being sarcastic? I can't uh, I tell. I don't think so. I can't tell him anymore. I guess didn't really work, did it? Anybody seen the mayor? Right here. A new study. You just like that intro. Yeah, we wanted to hear the beginning of the song. Oh, okay. All right. A new study says two glasses of wine before bed might help you lose weight. Really? 
Huh. Huh. What about four? <laughs> four? Four is too many. And what about Moscow mules? Anything? Uh-huh. Studies come from Washington State University and Harvard Medical School and explains that there's a polyphenol called resveratrol in red wine that lends us a hand in the weight loss department. Yeah, it gives you nightmares. Mm-hmm. This resveratrol converts... I got good news at the end of the story for you, Joe. All right. Converts white fat into obesity-fighting beige fat, which oh. is much oh. easier... Much, I like the beige fat. Much yeah. easier <laughs> for the body to break down. Uh, studies have also suggested uh, suggested that this magic resveratrol suppresses your appetite, so you won't eat as much anyway. Now, if you don't uh, drink or you don't like wine, you think it gives you uh, nightmares like yeah. you drink Diet Coke. Yeah. I have good news for you, Joe. What do you eat before you go to bed? Uh, just Cook- basically milk. lately. Uh, Cookies and milk? No, just grapes or fruit of some kind. Well, ah. guess what? What? That can also be found in fruits like right. blueberries, strawberries, yeah. and grapes. Yeah. Works the same purpose. Right. So there you go. Big election in Russia this past weekend. Uh, Putin won. Uh, Putin do. Putin do. Okay. He did all right. Uh, he, he won. I, I just saw a tweet that said uh, they gave the results. Uh, Putin had fifty-one percent of the vote running against Putin, who had forty-seven percent of the vote. <laughs> <laughs> A voter in a Russian city turned heads when he showed up to the polls dressed in a big bear costume. Uh, The problem was he couldn't fit in the booth to vote. They still let him vote, though. Uh, The city, you ready? Severobikoslovsk. Oh, yeah. That happened uh, during the election. Showed the voter in a brown bear costume getting a ballot and walking into the booth where he discovers he's too large to fit inside. Witnesses at the polling place say the man was able to uh, use uh, put his ballot in despite being too big for the booth. Locals said the same polling station earlier was visited by voters dressed as a panda and one dressed as a yeti. It's a big so country. So they're wacky up in that town. They're huh? wacky and yeah. server <laughs> yeah, right. Is Co- a yeti an abominable snowman kind yep. of thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Conan O'Brien had a great tweet over the weekend about this. He said, Putin is going to win re-election in a landslide because his opponent is going to die mysteriously in a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. No, Kenny? Okay. <laughs> We're getting crabby Kenny today. <laughs> Next story. Police in Great Britain say they stopped a car uh, traveling on the highway with an important piece of the vehicle gone, a tire. <laughs> the Lancashire Constellberry's Road Policing Unit tweeted police responded to the M55 highway between North Preston and Blackpool, England. Jo- uh, Joe's been there. Mm-hmm. After members of the public reported the car driving with a tire missing. Officers got there, found the vehicle moving with the front left corner dragging on the road because there was no tire. Uh, police tweeted the driver was unaware what the problem was. We told him, gave him a ticket, he will be appearing in court. Well, there's a difference between no tire and no wheel. There was no tire. Yeah, I saw the, a picture the rim was there and it was all chewed up. Sparking? I yeah, I, I don't know how you can drive without noticing it's gone. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Johnny, I saw a story on BBC News, uh, the, their Twitter feed, that uh, there's an 80-year-old woman over there who was abandoned at nine months old in the woods and got caught, and now she's trying to solve the mystery of why she got left in the in the woods by her uh, whoever she, her birth homely? parents was. No, well, I you know she's for eighty. What the hell? But I'm saying you're eighty. Get over it. Mm-hmm. You know what the hell difference does it make? You made it to eighty. Somebody yeah. found you. Thank them. But she spent eighty years in the woods. 
No, no, she oh. got found at oh. nine months. She was crying in the woods, and somebody, somebody said, some young girl said to her father, "Hey, there's a baby up there crying," and he's nah, nah, there ain't. But they yeah, went just up. Just leave and, it alone. It might be rabid. <laughs> they went up and found the baby, and now that she's eighty, she wants to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, stop being I, so nosy, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> You it worked made out it. for you, Graham. Yeah. They, they found it. They, they found you. What are you complaining about? You know about? what? If you can't remember your childhood, you're the winner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Oh I got to think you were lucky yeah. that whoever these the mom and dad were that decided to put you in the woods got rid of you, right? Absolutely. Yeah, because you wouldn't have wanted to have been raised by them. You right. got raised by other people. So stop complaining. A video in the Memphis. Woods. You're left in the woods. The woods. The woods. Yeah, right. the woods. Left in the woods. Raised by wolves. (laughs) A video is going viral in Memphis on social media. It's a woman who appears to be in her 70s or 80s driving a mobility scooter onto a dangerous Memphis highway Friday night. (laughs) About 7 o'clock. She drunk? Well, the video is being filmed as a cry for help from a Facebook user, apparently. Tawana Murphy uh, taped the woman, then asked her friends to please share the information immediately with police as she followed the woman onto Interstate 240. (laughs) Murphy said, whoever is watching this video, please call 911 so so we can get this lady. Wait a minute. So she goes through all of this effort, but she doesn't call 911? (laughs) Exactly. She doesn't pull over and assist the lady, throw the card in the trunk and... Give Graham a ride to Bingo or wherever the hell she's going. No, because we're going to get a million hits on YouTube. Yep. She yeah. just followed what her down the highway. What a treacherous backstabbing. Careful. Careful. <laughs> Remember, can't say the S word. Yeah. The video ends with a Memphis police officer working to help the woman off of the scooter, but the woman refuses to comply. Local TV station did reach out to police regarding the video to see how it ended. Uh, they said the woman... God, I hate people. Woman is now I safe. just hate people. You won't pull over, but you'll tape it and put it on mm-hmm. Facebook. Yep. And then demand the rest of society <laughs> step in. While you drive your lazy ass to the supermarket uh-huh. to buy mac and cheese to feed your hungry eight kids. What the mm-hmm. hell's wrong with you? Uh, okay. That turned into a story <laughs> what quickly. What a screed. <laughs> what a screed. No kidding. Hey, we, had, uh, we drove down to Naples and back the other, on Saturday, the wife and I, and there was a different silver alert going each direction going down there we had a silver alert silver coming alert. back it was a different car but uh the what the profile stood the same there's never been a car for a silver alert that wasn't at least 12 years old right, right. every silver alert car is box like of a kleenex night, and a hat on the back 1999 cadillac right. you know, the guy said, oh there it is boom 37,000 miles we had two different i love silver alerts they're fantastic uh, Joe, you talked about all the uh, St. Paddy's Day arrests here for dr- uh, drunken oh, driving. Oh, you should have seen the cops out down here. It was crazy. Uh, Lancaster County, uh, which is in Pennsylvania. I'll say. Police arrested a man on St. Paddy's Day who they say was driving down the road, vomiting out the window at the same time oh, as he was oh, driving. That's a talent. Yeah. He had the flow. He had the flow. Right. 30-year-old Michael Bello of Lancaster. I better slow down and open the window. <laughs> was stopped by police. Wow. Uh, he was under the influence. He's charged with two counts of driving under the influence and driving on the right side of the roadway. Police said whenever he would stick his head out the window to vomit, he would pull the car to his right, ending up in the wrong lane. Luckily, <laughs> nobody was hit in the incident. He was arrested, not hurt. Hey, Saturday, you didn't make it down to Aaron's Isle. Did you pat off a 41? 
No, we did not. Okay. We did not. It's a pretty uh, good uh, uh, St. Paddy's Day place to go. Naples St. Paddy's Day is huge. Yes, uh, yes. Well, we stopped before that at some... She she had to get some shopping done for the granddaughter, but she, the stuff in Fort Myers is too cheap. So right. had to go <laughs> hey, I meant to ask you something. I am ready, sir. I dropped the microphone, but I'm ready. How how did it happen that uh, Baltimore Maryland County beat the number one team in the country? <laughs> I have no idea. They made shots. They just. They weren't afraid of them. They went down, they threw up shots, and they made them. And Virginia likes to play that ugly, slow basketball. And these guys just went crazy and ran and uh, threw up three-pointers and made them. And pretty soon, Virginia Virginia cannot play from behind because they are uh, very challenged offensively. And I'm sure they panicked. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I mean, Joe. What do you got they, coming up? Once they got done. Uh, well, our, our main guest is Myron Medcap, covers uh, college basketball for ESPN.com. But we'll, uh, I'll, I'll give another update on the Polanco situation and uh, an incredible amount of uh, interesting local stuff happening. All right, very good. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 41 degrees. The uh, ride with Royce is coming up next from uh, Fort Myers, where it's probably about oh, 82 or so.